0: Hello, everybody. This is Coach Aaron Saft and the MR Running Pains podcast. This week's episode, I am going to talk about the recovery or rest period of your training. Since that's where I'm at, <laughs> I figured uh, what better topic to talk about something than, uh, than what I'm currently going through. Uh, and hopefully give you some insights as to when and why you should take a uh, recovery period from your training. Um, a lot of times we want to keep going. I get it. You've got all this fitness you just peaked. You're worried about losing fitness. Um, but the reality is we need it. Our body needs it. Our mind needs it. Um, you know, our, our next training cycle uh, will be so much better with a, a rest and recovery period. So um, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the why we take a rest or recovery period. Um, we'll start with your, your physical aspects of the recovery period, because when, uh, when we train and, and when we race, um, you know, there's damage to, that's done to our body. Um, especially with longer distance races, um, marathon and longer, you know, getting into these ultras we're we're doing damage to our body, um, muscularly, um, you know, down to the, uh, the cellular level, you know, we've, we've created a lot of, uh, a lot of micro trauma to the muscles, as well as uh, created a lot of acidity uh, within our blood uh, that, that we need to uh, to process and get rid of. Let uh, let everything kind of recuperate. So um, yeah, we uh, we need to make sure that that damage um, is uh, is minimized and and we can recover from it, so that we don't sustain an injury because we're trying to train through it. So uh, we have to take the time off and allow the body to recover, and we'll talk about how much recovery you know uh, we suggest. There's a good rule of thumb that we go by, um, but we'll talk about that as well. Um, physically, we also talk about the concept of supercompensation um, in training. What that looks like is uh, typically you build for a, you know a few weeks, and then you take a recovery period so that your body can. Um, uh, gain the adaptations that you' uh, you've, you've uh, trained and given it so um, with uh, with that uh, we, we you know build back up build the training back up and we get fitter uh, it's the same thing here after a really hard effort you know we want to be able to um, you know take on some of that um, fitness that we've gained from doing it but we we have to recover um, you know so that we can get back train harder and get fitter. Uh, if we don't recover, if we just keep training and keep adding on uh, stress, our body doesn't respond well. You know, it's, it's, um, it's something that we find that uh, this recovery period allows us to um, or enables us to take on further training and get fitter by taking a rest and recovery period. Um, and in this sense of it, I, I, I physically mean taking off time. Um, you know, we've gone through, I'm going to define this a little bit further, just so it's a little clearer. We've gone through our goal race, our, our, you know, our entire training period has come to a conclusion. We're, we're done with everything. The goal race is done and now it's time to rest and let our body recover. So I'll say that to, to further clarify, I'm not just talking about if you had like a, um, you know, a build up race, of course, you have to recover from that uh, for all the reasons I just mentioned, but um, after an entire training block where we 've put our body through you know however many weeks or months of training it 's time to to let it recover um, so physically, those are some of the reasons why we do this mentally it 's just a great time to take a mental break from training, allow ourselves to decompress. And we'll we'll talk about the mental decompression and assessment phase later on. But it also allows us to regain motivation. Um, I know towards the end of my training, when I was in the taper for Bigfoot, I was really just, you know, looking forward to t- taking a break. I had been at it for months. Um, not that I, you know, I didn't want to run, but I just, I knew how much training I'd done. And I was really looking forward to, the race itself, and then just being able to, to take a break and, you know, hit the reset button. So it allows us to kind of get back to things, you know, get back to um, assessing um, what's next for the training block. You know, what uh, what are we going to do next? You know, we can take a step back and look at the big picture and, and kind of focus on it and um, think about what do we want to do next? How do we want to do it? And again, we're going to talk about that more in depth later on. Um, but it's it's also nice just to take a step away. If you've been following a schedule or, you know, been being coached, it's nice to just step away for a moment, you know, and, and not have that daily, this is what I have to do. Right. That's, that's also a nice piece of this, you know, just that, that freedom of, um, of allowing yourself just to you know, to not have to go for a run, to not have to do a workout. Um, You know, I I like that part of it as well. That's mentally refreshing for me as well. So physically and mentally, it's really healthy and, and, you know, to take a step away um, and just take some time off from running. Now, let's talk about the length. How long should you take off? Now, at a minimum, if you've gone through, you know, 16, 24 weeks of training, whatever it is, you know. Uh, typically it's, you know, three to up to six months of training can be even longer. If you're, you know, training for a big hundred miler, you know, you may have had some little breaks in there, but, um, you know, this, this it's time to kind of at least take two weeks off. Um, I know that's really hard for some people to just take two weeks off and there's things you can do. And we'll talk about things that you can do in this time period. But so far as running goes, it's great to just take two solid weeks off. Uh, that's the minimum. Now, you know, having just finished Bigfoot 200, I'm going to take at least a month off. Um, you know, I I, I I did sign up for something else, but I doubt that will happen. Um, you know, if Bigfoot is my only race this year, I'm going to be okay with that. You know, having finished 209 miles, uh, successfully completed my goal race, um, I am you know, I am satisfied with that. I got my qualifier for Western States. So that's what I needed. My goals are accomplished. Uh, you know, I can call this year a success. Um, you know, if you have something lingering out there, and you know, you're like, hey, you know, I really, really want to finish that this year. If you just take two weeks off and kind of build back, you won't miss much. Honestly, you 're not going to miss much training your body's going to be much better for taking those two weeks off you 're going to have a healthier training block if you build back wisely again don 't just jump back into it that 's a whole other episode though of of how to rebuild but you know take those two weeks off rebuild wisely you know so that you can you can race healthy and and happy again um, but you know, again, two weeks at a minimum now. You know the the rule of thumb that I talked about earlier is uh, for every ten miles you raced, you should take at least a day off from um, from anything of significant length or uh, significant um, quality. In other words, workout wise. So, you shouldn't be doing anything that that pushes you into an anaerobic state. We want to stay aerobic. Um, I would say that constitutes um, you know staying zone three or below we you know in past episodes I've kind of talked about that ventilatory threshold uh seventy eight percent of maximum heart rate, so we want to stay below that in in this this phase. Um, and we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do instead of running during this time, but any of those things that you do, you want to make sure that, you know, we keep it at that, that minimal effort. And I'll review that here in a little bit, but, um, again, you know, so for, you know, I did 209 miles, let's just say that's 210, 10 goes into 210, 21 times. So that's 21 days at least that I should take off from running. So three weeks, Again, I'm going to take off a month to let my body just fully recover, and, you know, get back to health. Um, but that's, you know, a good rule of thumb. So if you ran 100 miles, that's 10 days off. Okay, so there's your minimums. That's uh, that's your minimums of what I would say it would take for you to, you know, kind of not run, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, we'll talk about, you know, if you're itching and want to just squeeze in a run, what that would look like as well. Um, but you also need to assess how you're feeling post race. And that's not only physically, but mentally, if you are so mentally drained, you're just like so tired of, of running and, and, you know, following a schedule, take what time you need. If you, you know, if you're going to get back to running and training, you need that time to mentally refresh. Again, I talked about that, you know, at the beginning, um, why we take breaks, but, you know, assess where you're at you know, if like right now, physically, I feel fine. Uh, you know, I I, I could probably go out and run and and be happy. Um, I want to run. That's, that's great. You know, having that feeling, that motivation to, to want to go back out there and do it. But I know, um, you know, I know what my body just went through. Um, and I know I need to give it the time so I can stay healthy, get back and have a, a great training block so i'm going to take the time that my body needs um but yeah assess see how you're feeling you know um don't rush back there's you know there's no use rushing back into um into training especially if you're feeling tired still or if you're not feeling mentally motivated cuz you're not going to get far into training before you feel unmotivated to go off runs you're going to be challenged to go off runs so keep that in mind okay so um, length, at least two weeks off of running. Um, you know, if, if you're really biting at the bullet, follow that, uh, one day for every 10 miles that you raced. But, um, after a big goal race, I suggest at least two weeks off. Okay. All right. So let's talk about some rules for your time off here. We'll get into some of the things that you can, you can do, but, um, you know, I I talked about that any activity should not exceed the aerobic threshold, which again, we're talking about 78% of maximum heart rate or the ventilatory threshold, I want you to stay there. That's, you know, kind of zone three. So um, zone three and below. Ideally, you're going to stay zone two. Super, super easy stuff. You know, four RPE, that's what we're talking. Keep it real light. That's, you know, that's that's what we're talking about for this time off. So, you know, if you went for a hike, you're going to keep your heart rate that zone two, Um you know, if, if it peaks a little bit into zone three, that's okay. But uh, you know, if you go cycling, um, you know, riding your bike, you know, be careful, uh, especially mountain biking, because your heart rate can really get up on those climbs. So you know, don't push your heart too much during this time, because you're not truly recovering. So be real cognizant of that and in what you do. Uh, so yeah, just just be be cautious. If you're really chomping at the bit. You know, after about a week off of running, um, you know, if you want to get in just a short, easy run, you know, flat, we're talking super flat, super easy, maybe 30 to 40 minutes, you know, you can get out there and, and do that, but I wouldn't exceed one hour if you're in this off period. Um. You know, I, uh, I had a friend come into town yesterday, uh, my old coach, and hopefully we'll be getting back to, to coaching again, Patrick Regan. He came in, you know, wanted to go for a jog. We did about 45 minutes just nice and easy on the trails, you know, light, easy jog. Um, just kind of stretched out. Legs felt fine. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not going back out running today. You know there's no no scheduled runs, but um you know it's it's kind of nice when you're like I was itching to go for a run anyway. it's kind of nice to scratch that itch, but um you know be real careful and cognizant of it don't you know don't try to plan runs especially every day, you know maybe once you know every three or four days just to kind of keep you mentally you know from going crazy you know that's all right try to do other things in the meantime though. Um, it, you know, and in that sense, it's good to have, uh, another activity, which engages you in some way and gets you outside. In my case, that's typically Frisbee golf. Um, I like to go out and play Frisbee golf. Um, you know, it gets me out, uh, it gets me in the sunshine, gets me into the woods. I'm walking around, you know, it's, it's nice to kind of take my mind off of things. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's another activity I can do, um, without much stress on my body you know, it's just kind of fun. So, um, I, I, I definitely, I use frisbee golf when I, I have a lot of time away from running. Um, just so I get that, that, you know, I scratch that itch, um, rather than going for, you know, a hike or something like that. It's just engaging in a different way. Um, I try to do stuff with my kids, um, take my dog for walks, you know, all of these things are great. Um, you know, whatever it may be, um, just other activities aside from running so that, you know, you're getting out and doing something and moving, but they're not, not, you know, physically challenging. So find something that, that works for you. Um, so, um, I'll also say during this time, you know, it's, it's, um, a lot of times we say, um, you know, I haven't done blah, blah, blah in forever, right? I haven't, um, I haven't eaten this or I haven't drank this in forever, um, you know, or, or engaged in, in this activity, which, you know, may not be within your your physical or, um, or best interest, we'll say, um, you know, there's probably a reason why you haven't done that in a while. So if you're going to do something, keep it in moderation, be real cognizant of how much you do if you haven't done it in a long time. Because again, you don't want to get hurt. Uh, you don't want to do too much because your body isn't familiar to it. Um, and there's probably a reason why you weren't doing X, Y, or Z. So think about those things. Think about your reasons for doing them. Are they beneficial? Are they going to set you back for, you know, when you do return to running? Um, you know, we're going to talk about some of that stuff a little bit later as well. So, you know, try to keep stuff in in moderation. It's a good rule of thumb. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is this is a great time to have a running evaluation. Um, you know, and I talk about um, getting a running evaluation in episode number 121. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, I, I spoke with Miriam Saloom, our, uh, our physical therapist who always comes on the podcast, uh, about having a running evaluation. Um, you know, running evaluations don't require um, a lot of running they don't require very hard running. Um, there's, um, there's a lot of, you know, um, movement stretching, um, strength, uh, assessments that are involved in this, but it, you know, it's a good time to figure out what, uh, what things you can work on. Uh, because, you know, this is a good time and it kind of leads into my next point. It's a good time to uh to create a new regimen to add in things that you've been missing things that you wanted to incorporate but you just either you couldn't find the time or just you know didn't had didn't know how to incorporate them or just really couldn't get into the consistency of doing them um those things can include such things as meditation yoga or stretching strength training foam rolling um a dietary change. You know, not only is it a good time to have a visit with the physical therapist and have a running evaluation, this is a great time to speak to a dietitian or a nutritionist uh, and, and talk about your diet. Talk about things that are good and bad, things that you want to improve on, and how you can do that. Uh, you know, th- this is a great time to seek professional help uh, and make. These these changes, you know, based on what you see in the running evaluation, based on conversations you have with you know dietitian or uh, nutritionist, uh, sports psychologists, you know, like wh- what are the things that you find you have weaknesses in? Who, as in who, what professionals can help you to uh, to you know resolve these um, these little. Uh, inefficiencies or, um, you know, discrepancies or, uh, weaknesses that you have within, uh, you know, within your life or within your, you know, your body physically. Um, so, you know, this is a good time to make those little changes because you're at the beginning of everything, right. And you can go into, uh, your running more healthy. This is kind of your off-season. You see a lot of athletes in multiple sports engage in strength training during the off-season. It's a great time to incorporate that, to get stronger, to work on your, your physical um, immobility, your you know, lack of uh, ability to, uh, to move in certain aspects. How can you change that? How can you get better? Uh, at you know at these things so that you're more efficient and less likely to get injured when you do return to running Um, if you don't know a lot about strength training you know again this is a great time to kind of seek help for that how do you do certain movements you know find a trainer that can help you and show you how do you do a squat how do you do a deadlift how do you do push press all you know all these different exercises like that you know we hear about and Uh, they, they, you know, uh, like the professionals are always saying, these are so good for you, you know, especially for runners, you want to do X, Y, and Z. This is a great time to learn in your off season. You know, you're not running, you have a little extra time, uh, you know, try to find the professionals that can help you, uh, improve in all of these different areas. So, um, look for those changes and see how you can apply them. It takes about 15 days, you know, basically two weeks for any type of habit to form. You know, after 15 days of doing something, it becomes a habit, which is great. You know, and then as my time off has started here, what I've started doing is just waking up a little earlier. And first thing I do, um, is meditate. I use the headspace app. I've talked about it in the past. I have no affiliation with headspace, but I find it, it works well for me. Um, I turn on the daily meditation. I do my meditation practice. Um, I set my intentions for the day. What am I going to do today? What do I need to accomplish? And then I follow it up. Um, I use an app called Muscle Boost, and they have a daily kind of morning routine, um, just about you know seven to maybe eight, nine minutes of uh, of uh, movement. It's you know it's it's typically uh, mobility and some core strength, but it's it's a great way after my meditation to kind of just get some strength in and get moving again, get some mobility, um, you know, first thing in the morning. Um, they have two strength sessions, um, you know, uh, every week and you can make it however many strength sessions you want. They have a daily, uh, exercise again that I do, but then two times a week I do a strength training and you can make that, you know, five, seven days, wherever you want. Um, and so it's, it's, it does cost money. Um, it's, like I said, the, the app is called muscle Boost. Um, I found it, uh, you know, when I was perusing Instagram one day and it's, it's worked well for me, but it's something that I wanted to reincorporate into my training, you know, get back to doing some strength and mobility as well as meditation. So I've kind of carved out a piece of my day. Um, you know, now that I've, I've finished with training for, um, Bigfoot again, you know, some things that I wanted to add back in. Um, now my next thing that I need to, to work on is, uh, foam rolling, which I hope to incorporate at night. Right now I'm still catching up from everything from Bigfoot, but again, you know, foam rolling is another piece that I'd like to add in at the end of my day. So I got to carve that in and get that routine going so that I form this habit before I start running again. Now I have plenty of time. I've only taken a week off since Bigfoot. So I still have three more weeks off, but this is, you know, these are things that I'm working on um you know realizing what aspects of my diet are working for me and what i need to continue to do um and so you know i'm trying to apply all of these different things um back into my training and, and kind of work on my my weaknesses um you know in this time so that when i do get back to running I'm healthy. My body's ready to run again. You know, it, it feels strong. Um, you know, any, any, you know, mobility issues I'm having uh, or weaknesses, I'm trying to work those out. Um, I probably will go in to see Mir- Miriam and, uh, and just do another, you know, evaluation, make sure things are the way they are. And if not, then, you know, figure out what I need to work on. Um, you know, and, and talking again, kind of going into the next point, we, you know, talking about dietary changes and and things that I, I'm recognizing, um, you have to watch your calorie intake. Um, a lot of times we still eat like we're still training, you know, like we're still doing our normal volume, which of course we aren't, we don't, we're not burning our daily calories, uh, like we typically would when we're training, you know, right now. Uh, so we have to monitor what's going in. How much are we eating now? It's, we don't want to restrict right after an event. You know, we're not trying to be restrictive. We're trying to be, um, cognizant and, um, purposeful with what calories are going in. Right. So, you know, we want to refuel the body, re-energize it. Um, you know, my, my son was, was trying to, um, you know, get more protein and, and eat more calories, but he was consuming, um, ice cream (laughs) and, you know, and things that were empty calories. And, And we were trying to explain to him, and it was a good reminder to myself that, you know, what goes into ourselves fuels ourselves. And that's what our body needs for recovery, um, and for exercise purposes. And if we're not giving it proper fuel, if we're just giving it garbage, it's not going to run as effectively or efficiently as it would if we're, you know, we're giving it purposeful, good, healthy calories. So, uh, you know, I've made it a purpose and a point to, um, to incorporate a salad with lunch every day, making sure that I'm, I'm getting really good, um, you know, uh, variety of vegetables, um, different, you know, colors, um, and, uh, you know, um, different uh, vegetables and such, so that uh, my body is getting really good fuel. So I'm, I'm being really purposeful with, you know, what's going in, uh, we always have a really good healthy dinner, my wife's really good about, you know, making sure we have a good healthy dinner. So I'm trying to be more cognizant of what I'm fueling myself with for for lunch. Um, and and that's, you know, that's, that's really been, uh, um, been good for me to, to realize, I need to add this into my diet. I need to be cognizant of, you know, what's going in, you know, and that that, that conversation with my son helped me realize I need to do the same. What I'm telling him is, in effect, the same thing I need to remind myself. So um, be careful with, you know, what in your time off, what you're eating. Be purposeful with the foods that you're eating so that they fuel you properly and make you feel energized for the day, Okay um, this is also a great time talking about cleaning things up. (laughs) Um, it's a great time to go through your gear closet. I just, you know, did, I went through my gear closet, uh, and I just, I put it out to my athletes. Hey, I got all this stuff here. Um, whoever wants it, just pay for shipping. It's yours. Um, you know, I, I, I went through, uh, my nutrition and hydration stuff and, you know, things that like I didn't like or wouldn't use, Um, I set that aside. Uh, I went through, you know, I had so many socks. I've accumulated so many socks. Uh, so, um, you know, again, I just, uh, And, you know, as soon as I go through my athletes, make sure they have what they want. I'm going to put it out to the public. So if anybody wants, I've got tons of uh, CEP short socks. Uh, I've got some Drymax and Gingy. So I'm going to put all that stuff out there eventually um, and send that out. But, you know, going through this stuff, going through your gear closet and kind of cleaning things out. uh, It's a good time to realize what you're using, what you're not using, what has worked, what hasn't worked uh, and, and get rid of it you know um put it out there Uh, i mean heck yeah you you can sell it that's for sure um i'm just choosing to kind of pass it along to people that will use it so uh rather than just throwing it out but you know cleaning out the gear closet um going through your shoes you know if you're on strava and you keep track of the mileage on your shoes look how many miles are on your shoes is it time to replace can you get rid of the old ones or should they be your lawn mowing shoes or gardening shoes you know be cognizant of what you know shape your shoes are in um you know, it's, it's probably time for the them to be replaced. So think about that, you know, think about, do you need to replace anything right now? Um, and you know, before you, you get running again, um, and maybe you want to wait till you start running again, just to see, um, you know, if anything's changed, you want to, you know, do anything differently. You may have a different goal race too. Um, and we're going to talk about assessing that and then thinking about that. So, um, you know, um, think about what's coming up and what you're going to need. Right. Um, so, um, but yeah, clean out that gear closet, get rid of your old stuff, any nutrition that you don't want, don't use, you know, rather than just storing all this stuff, um, you know, pass it along, you know, give it to somebody else. Uh, if you know somebody that uses that stuff, you know, get rid of it. <laughs> get it out of your house. Don't don't store things you're not going to use. Um, and so at this time, you know, and as exactly what I've worked on. And my last podcast was exactly this. Uh, it's a great time to work on a race report and, you know, kind of go over how did your race go? What, you know, think about all aspects of it. After I did the podcast last week um, on Bigfoot, a lot of things came to mind. And I've been doing kind of a write-up report on Bigfoot just because there's so many things that I thought of after the fact. And, you know, the memories just p- kind of pop up. Um, so, um You know, after they resurface, I kind of just jot him down his notes and and record it in in my race report. So I've got a written race report. You know, it's I mean it's great for people, you know, obviously for other people to see if they're going to do the event in the future. It gives them something to kind of read on and think about and consider, but it's also good for yourself to kind of go back through things and, you know, and think about what aspects of the race went well, what didn't go well, you know, what would you change? Uh, was there anything that you could have done differently during the race? What would you like to try in the future? So all of these things, you know, like that's all great things to put into your race report. You know, and you don't have to publish it. It can be just for you. Uh, you know, some people put it out there, but others, it may be personal and maybe you want to keep it to yourself and just save it as a file on your computer or handwrite it and, you know, put, save it in a notebook somewhere. That That's great. But it's a, it's a great, you know, journal piece to kind of keep for yourself. And in the same vein, it's also good to assess your training block. How did your training block go? I This weekend, um, I have to report... To the, uh, the Lydiard Foundation on how mine went. This, this whole training block I built for myself so that I could use this as my final project for my level three Lydiard certification. So, the Lydiard Foundation level three. Um, you know, I have to basically do an assessment of how everything went. How did my training go? What, what went well? What didn't, what, what didn't go well? <laughs> what would I have changed? Um, you know, how did the race go? All of this stuff. So, it's a good time to reflect. You know, um, and even have a, if you have a coach, it's a good time to have a conference with the coach. How did everything go in your race? You know, what, what went well? Um, I have a debrief for all my athletes that they write up and typically if it's a huge race, it's great for us to kind of go over things, you know, what went well in training? What didn't go well in training? What would we change? What, um, you know, what did they enjoy? What didn't they enjoy? Uh, what felt like it worked? What didn't, you know, it's a great time to talk with your coach and to, you know, to talk about the next, the next training block, you know, so what changes will we make for the next training block? What are we training for? What's the goal? What are we trying to do? So good time to look ahead as well. Um, you know, and then, um, some, you know, it's always good to note changes, right? Like, you know, like. I've done this in the past. It worked well. We didn't do it this time. You know, I'd like to kind of reincorporate this, uh, you know, whatever it is. Uh, it's a great time for all of that. So have that conversation. Uh, if you if you're not coached, you know, just have that at least that thought process with yourself, you know, write down all of those things um, so that you remind yourself when training comes, you know, here's here's things that I want to do. And you can go back and reflect on that, um, and, and incorporate it into your future training. So next point, um, you can, you know, if you haven't done so already, you can start looking for buildup events or events that you are adventures you want to do, um, and, and where those fit best into your next training block. Uh, you know, this is, uh, your time off. Um, you know, if you, if you feel, recuperated from your event and mentally fresh and ready to think about that ne- next adventure, this is a good time to start researching, you know, this may be for next year, right? So, you know, for me, um, uh, you know, my next big adventure is Western States. And so, uh, I was already talking with Patrick Regan, as I mentioned, um, about potentials for the buildup. What are some things that I'd like to incorporate or, you know, he would like to see in the buildup for Western States, uh, what races would we like to incorporate? So, uh, great time to think about those things, you know, and if you haven't come up with a goal race, this is a good time to reflect what what's next. What do you want to train for? What do you want to do? You know, it doesn't have to be a race. As I said, it can be an adventure or it can just be, I want to improve in this area. I want to get faster in this regard. So, you know, coming up with those goals for your next training block is great to do right now. And then think about how that's going to be accomplished. So, you know, and then. You know, know, like I said, having a conversation, if not with a coach, then with a, a training partner, a friend, just bounce ideas off of them. Say, I'm thinking about doing this. Does that make sense? You know, like, does this, like this build make sense if I do, um, you know, this race and then follow it with this race. And then, you know, my goal race is here. They're this far apart. Does that make sense? Uh, so think about those things and talk about them with somebody, bounce those ideas off of them. Um, put it on a calendar. You know, it's 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 visually great to see those things. Visually, it's it's awesome. So that you can you know say, wow, those are really close together. I don't know that that's such a great idea. I may not be recovered. Um, you know, take a look on a physical calendar to make sure that that makes sense and you know doesn't you know especially doesn't intimidate you, right? Um, and then create a budget for your next training block. Um, always good to think about costs. How much is this going to cost? Because these are conversations you need to have with your family, right? Um, you know, obviously, there is a lot of cost involved with Western states between flight and just like for Bigfoot, flight and um, you know an Airbnb, whatever it may be, wherever you are staying. You know, um, all of these things cost money. Renting a vehicle, so you know, plan a budget. Plan a budget. Um, that includes your gear. What gear do you need? Is there special gear that you're going to need to buy? Um, you know, how much nutrition do you think you're going to need between training and racing? How much? These are all costs that you know you can plan for, and that way you know you have money for it, right? You don't want finances to be stressful. Uh, you don't want to put any of that burden on your family, especially. Um, but you don't want to be strapped because you're like, oh man, you know, like I didn't know it was going to cost this much money think about those things and plan for them ahead of time, you know, start setting money aside for your travel costs and for your, you know, for not only the race itself, um, but for, you know, training, right? How many shoes do you think you're going to need between now and then? Uh, How much do those cost and all of those things? So, um, do your best to kind of assess those and plan for them ahead of time. Uh, you know, maybe create a spreadsheet, um, because, you know, what I was just saying, go over them with your family. That's the last piece. You have to have that conversation with your family, you know, talk to them about what is next. What would you like to do? Does that make sense for the family? Is everybody on board? Can everybody commit to that? You know, does anybody have any apprehensions about this or what you're doing or where we're going? Does, you know, does somebody not want to go, (laughs) you know, like, um, that's, it, that was part of the the tough thing about bigfoot you know it was a family vacation but where we went there just wasn't much to do and i felt bad for the kids uh because it was just you know it was so remote now they they did great they were wonderful they're always wonderful uh yeah it wasn't the most exciting vacation they did get to see some amazing things but um you know unfortunately it just you know it, it it was a pretty remote part of washington so um you know next year western states i'm very excited obviously we're going to tahoe so many things we can do um so you know i hope to make it uh an exciting trip for them as well but you know again you have to explain your goals and expectations to them. What's your training expectations? What's your commitment to training? How much training do you expect you need to do? Um, do you have time for that? Does the family have time for that? Does it take too much family time away? Are they on board for all that? You know, These are great conversations to have with your, your entire family or significant other, whoever it may be that's engaged or may be affected by your training. You know, So have that conversation that's, you know that's kind of the last piece of this, this recovery period, um, is engaging those that um, you know, are most important to you and will be affected most by your next goal. You know, this is the, kind of the summation of your recovery period, all things that you should do within this recovery period, um, Not to say that they all have to be done within the recovery period, but it's a great place to get working on them and you know, start making those plans for what's next in the future. Uh, you know, you've got the time to mentally reflect, um, and, and go over these things. Um, you know, start writing in these ideas down. Uh, it's, I always like to write things down because they, they're realer to me. And I, you know, I, I recall things better by writing them down, looking at them. And then, you know, if I go out, if I go for a walk with my dog, I can reflect. And, you know, when I go off for a walk, I may just carry my phone so I have the capacity to write a note. And then, you know, I'll write my note and then I'll make it more permanent somewhere else. Um, you know, where, where it's, you know, um, if I need, especially if I need to do something, then, you know, I'll, I'll make sure that it's, 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 you know, more visible where I am like, okay, yes, I do have to remember to do that. You know, like, For instance, right now, you know, I'm, I know I'll be at Western States, um, knock on wood, nothing else goes wrong, but, um, you know, planning, right. Planning where we're going to stay, all of that stuff. I can start taking care of that now so that, you know, that's taken care of. I know I can, you know, stay where, right where I want to be. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's things we're already planning and talking about, um, you know, I have my wife, God bless her just coming off Bigfoot. And here I am already talking about Western States. Um, but I, she's excited too, which is awesome. I'm so glad she's on board. The kids are excited. They know how much this means to dad. Um, but, um, you know, these conversations mean a lot. So use your recovery and rest period. Well, um, let your body, you know, take the time it needs, listen to it, um, not only physically, but mentally, Make sure that you feel good and that you're ready to get back to training, right? And that you, when you do get back to training, build back wisely. Don't rush back into it. Take your time. Uh, It's, you know, it's so worth it. So um, I hope that helps. Uh, I know a number of folks have kind of gotten through their, their goal event or their goal event is coming up. So, you know, when you finish your goal event, really take this to heart, consider it, plan for it, you know, say, I'm going to take this, I'm going to commit to taking this much time off, whether that's two weeks or more, um, you know, it's needed. It really is on multiple levels. So take advantage of it, um, other things coming up. Wow. Um. You know, again, man, thank you all so much. I've gotten so many messages um, in multiple ways um, from folks, you know, on, on congratulations on Bigfoot. I really, sincerely thank you. Um, it's, I mean, you know, it's still pretty surreal to me that I finished. Um, I'm so, I'm so just enthralled with all of you and, uh, and your, your, your overwhelming um uh, ability to make me feel so good. Uh, it, it, it really, it, it is, it is, uh, tremendous. You all are amazing and thank you. Um, and, uh, I just, you know, I, I can't thank my crew, my family enough. Um, you know, Terry Foxworth, uh, Nathan France, David Workman, Morgan Elliott, and, um, Mercedes single gaither. Uh, you guys are all amazing. Um, my wife, Beth, my kids, Keegan, Amber, and my mom and my stepfather, I just can't thank everybody enough for being a part of that process and for, you know, kind of pushing me across the finish line. Um, just awesome. 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 Um, we are working on the video for Bigfoot uh, of all the footage I took, so that will be coming out soon. Uh, I'll post that on my YouTube channel. There's, uh, uh, if you want to see that YouTube video, um, in the show notes, you'll find my link to my YouTube channel. You can subscribe to that and you'll know when that pops out. Um, So um, Victor Mariano and I are going to work on that hopefully uh, within the next week and get that up and running. So look forward to getting that up Um, next week. This episode or excuse me, this podcast will launch its next episode on September 1st. That also means the newsletter will be coming out. It's a new month. So, um, the September newsletter will be coming out around the first of the month. Uh, if you're so inclined and want to subscribe, you can go onto my website, mrrunningpains.com. There's a link in the show notes and you can subscribe. It's a free newsletter. Once a month, I put in, um, all sorts of articles on training and racing tips, gear reviews, all sorts of stuff. So, um, if you want to join the newsletter, please do so. Um, you can sign up for that. Like I said, it should be coming out, uh, around September 1st. So please join me there. Um, as always, thank you to my Patreon supporters, uh, doing all of this stuff, the newsletter, the podcasts, uh, the videos, all of this stuff, you know, it really supports that work. Uh, it also supports when I do have these gear and people have donated some gear, uh, like Chris Roberts, uh, founder of long haul nutrition. He donated some more stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, we're, I'm going to be putting that stuff out there again. I uh, apologize. I'm, I'm kind of catching up from Bigfoot, but, um, I will put that stuff out there and it helps me pay for, um, shipping to those that, you know, maybe can't afford some of this stuff. So thank you. Um, thank you to all my Patreon supporters. If you want to look into supporting me on Patreon, the link is also in the show notes. Uh, it's also on my webpage, uh, you know, for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support what I do. And I sincerely appreciate that support. Um, and I sincerely appreciate those that have been supporting me. So thank you to my Patreon supporters. Um, Cross Country has started up. Uh, started working with the middle schoolers again. They're amazing. My daughter is running, which is, you know, of course means the world to me. Uh, it's so fun to see these young people uh, that, you know, especially the sixth graders that have never done, you know, <laughs> a sport like this uh, just, you know, watching them. It's, it's so awesome and inspiring. I love it. Um, this age is amazing. So much fun to watch. So I'm I'm glad that started, um, really enjoying, you know, that aspect of it. Um, for my adults, you know, anyone interested in coaching, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, you know, if, if, if I'm, if I'm full, I'll let you know right now, it looks like I have some spots open for, especially for the fall. So if you're interested in talking about coaching, you know, please reach out all the ways to contact me are in the show notes. So reach out about coaching. If you're interested, I'd uh, love to have that conversation with you. Uh, and you know, anything else? I don't think so. Not at the time. So, um, again, thank you all for listening, for being a part of this podcast. If you have questions or comments, you know, especially if you have questions about the recovery period, you know, how much should you do? Are you doing enough? How are you feeling? You know, all of these things great time to, you know, reach out and talk to me about that. Um, you know, feel free. You can follow me on Strava, ask questions on Strava. Um, a lot of folks do that, which is fantastic. Um, you know, however it works for you, you know, direct message me on Facebook, uh, or on Instagram, um, email me, you know, all of those ways. It's great. I, you know, I I love hearing from folks. Uh, if you have ideas for new podcasts or, uh, things that you want to hear about in the newsletter, please also reach out, let me know. I will do my best to, uh, to make those happen. Um, I especially love recommendations for guests. Um, you know, I, I, I do get reached out to, um, by a lot of folks, um, you know, and, and sometimes it's just not the right fit for my podcast. You know, um, they're just, they do amazing things, no doubt about that, but You know, I, I really, um, I'm pretty specific about what I want to have on this podcast. So, you know, some folks, uh, you know, if you've reached out to me and, uh, I, I haven't, you know, haven't really, um, uh, acknowledged you or anything like that. It's not that I don't mean to, um, God, my, my inbox gets flooded sometimes and I forget. So I apologize if I haven't reached back out. So if you haven't heard from me, uh, please just <laughs> send me another message. Uh, it's been a bit crazy with everything that's gone on. So it may just have gotten you know lost in my inbox. So, um, but I thank you all, uh, once again, for being a part of this, for listening and for sharing your time with me. Uh, and I can't wait till next time, my friends until then keep on running.